You're listening to Outside Radio. Welcome to the Active Podcast, episode number eight. It is your boy Supreme Soul. We're back with another one. Um, if you'd like to hit us up, hit us up at Outside Radio underscore on Instagram and as well as on IONOFM, Apple Podcaster, and as well as Spotify. You can check out our website as well on our IAG page, um, recently um, revamped. So there are a little bit of new features over there. Um, and also, um, you can definitely check out the rest of the other podcasts hosted by the beautiful Black Creative. So for people who don't know what Active Podcast is about, Active Podcast is a podcast where we discuss music and arts and the underappreciated behind the scenes. So today, I've got a DJ, producer, and uh, should I call you artist or...? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, cool. We've got CP Fasi in the building. How's it, man? What's up, my man? How are you? I'm good, good, man. Um, definitely been a minute since I've seen you around in the streets. Yeah. Crazy enough that um, it ended up being that I, f- I found out that we're in the same flipping class. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's why we just like recently like reunited type of thing. Yeah. How have you been, my brother? Uh, I've been chilling, bro. Uh, staying safe, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know as much to say. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just happy to do this with you. I think it's a great platform to chat, yeah? Uh, I'm excited, bro. Uh, cool, man. So how, how has things been for you, like, just in general, like, in terms of, like, life? Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole COVID-19. I know, like, the, the waves and the big waves have passed by. Um, there is an expect- expectancy of another wave sure. in the future. But how have you been uh, maneuvering around that situation at the moment as an artist and a producer? Um, I've been quite steady here, it's to say, uh, I think the whole pandemic issue hit the entertainment scene quite hard, harshly, in terms of there haven't been much happening mm-hmm. in this industry. Uh, it's given us time as producers, though, time to reflect on ourselves and how to be creative. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that, spending time in the studio, trying to reamp the sound. I know a lot of people have been asking me when is my next, you know, release. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's because I've been quiet for a while, but also, you know, just taking time to kind of grow myself as a person because it really reflects the art that I make. Okay. Um, but yeah, so right now I just started, uh, I went back to school, so I'm studying again. Okay, know, that's great. Um, cause, yeah, you know, just kind of explore my options just outside the music mm-hmm. as well, you know. Um, yeah, man, you know, I think like most people, I've just taken this time of, you know, lockdown and to myself and kind of grow myself, really speculate what's important to me, you know, how I can, you know, be innovative, you know, also okay. adapt to, to the new ways, you know, new way of life. Of life, living, yeah. You know, how to broaden your skills, you know, because now as an artist, you can't make your capital or money from performing, you know. So, yeah. What are, what are the other streams and ventures, you know, as an artist? So, yeah, that's been it. And it's been a learning curve. It's been a journey. Excited for 2021, New Year. Mm-hmm. And happy, like I said, in the beginning to be doing this with you. And, it's yeah. a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. And uh, in terms of, like, um, increasing your, your knowledge and also just, like, um, as you mentioned, innovating yourself, uh, what are you currently, what were you studying before? And what are you currently doing at the moment? So what I'm doing right now, I'm studying at CPUT. It's a, a course on business management and entrepreneurship. Something very similar that I was doing when I was here at Bridges for Music. Okay. Because uh, they offer the same 
program, mm-hmm. which is, I'd say, at Bridges for Music. Shout out to Bridges for Music, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say at Bridges for Music, the, the course is more practical and, you know, and it's more direct within the industry that you get to work with some of the guys who are running shit, you know. It's yeah. my language. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. Like, <laughs> shit, you can cast what you want on the show. Cool. Shit, yeah. I so, you know, like, I, got, I was fortunate enough to work with some prominent people within the industry, but we'll talk about that as the... As the, you know, as we have this conversation, yeah, we have this conversation. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having that chat. So, um, tell us a little bit about who Sipefasi is. Um, of course, I'm sure maybe you've gotten the whole thing of your surname and yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people approaching you. Are you sure? You sure. Know? So, um, who Sipefasi? Where was he born? How did you grow up, man? Which school did you attend? How was life growing up, basically? Um, I could cheers. Shout out to the show. Yeah, man, shout out to you because I don't really get to talk about myself like this, you know, most often. So just to be given yeah. the platform to do that is, yeah. well, Sipe Farsi, um, Sipe Nati Farsi, born and raised Kualanga, um, which is a township in Cape Town, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. like everybody knows. Yeah, I don't know, man. So, like, you could probably have mad viewers from, I don't know, the UK or something. So, yeah, bro. You know, so shout out to those people as well. But like I'm saying, mm. born and raised Kualanga. Um, well, just to get this out of the way, how I'm related to Prendafasi is my dad's cousin. Yeah. But like that. Fasi is a very big uh, house. So there's like three Fasi families in Tungwalanga. Okay. And my dad and Prenda both come from that same... The same family. Yeah, within Tungwalanga. Um, I, well, music, how I fell in love with music is music was always a thing that was around me, you know. Okay. Um, you know, you know how your parents are, and I just had very inspired by the old legends like Zola Seve and Armando's uh, Aquaito. That's what I really drew me in. But never thought I'd ever become a musician at that time. Just had mad love for music, and as a kid, just imitate, you know, mimic what I saw on TV. Yeah. And, and I guess a lot of like old, like my elders saw, you know, that passion in me for music. Uh, I only really started taking music seriously after boarding school. So I went to this boarding school, McGregor, okay. uh, which is in like a few hours away from Cape Town. Is it in McGregor? Uh, in like McGregor, it's a McGregor, McGregor like close school. to Ashton, Robertson. Ashton, Worcester side type yeah, of thing. Okay, cool. Does. I have a cousin in McGregor that lives in McGregor, yeah. by the way. So that's how I know McGregor. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't sure. know if there's like a McGregor school. Yeah, it's a McGregor world of school. How was that? How was living in a boarding school? I've never been to a boarding school before. Sure, I think you living in a boarding school taught me a lot of life lessons. You know, yeah. uh, I'm kind of grateful for, but also a lot of that stuff that I thought I'd never do as a light day actually got to do when I was in sporting school because I was away from my mom and you know it's not really mm. you know so things like maybe you have your first drink you know like yeah, have yeah, your yeah. first sink you know, yeah, yeah, like, okay, I never thought I'd do that as a kid but when you get to boarding school it's all yeah um, yeah man so I, I was quite a very quite mischievous kid you know okay like, catching up to shit you know uh, <laughs> yeah yeah man so I remember I met this dude um and he played me, he played me his, like, a record, like, played me a CD, put in a DVD, play a CD, I'm like, shit, dude, is this you? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, I recorded this at this other guy here in the studio. And I was quite fascinated, you know, because for me, like, the love of music, was, everyone I saw who was ever doing music was always on TV or radio. Yeah. Because so you see this guy up here also pushing, it just made it quite, you know, uh, tangible for me, like, okay, shit, this is also something I can do. Yeah. So after that year, I think the next year, I came back to Cape Town. 
And I was like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm gonna try this music thing out. But back then, I was like, I was rapping, I was writing like little raps, little rhymes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, within that, I met Bridges for Music, and the rest was. History. And the rest was history. So you do producing. Um, so now I. And yeah. uh, you, you produce? You I write, do. you DJ, host events, host events as well. So yeah. you are jack of all yeah, trades. Yeah, so like let's that. talk about the event part. Like sure. How many events have you done? How how did that journey go about? Because I feel like that's a bit of a a very huge sure. responsibility. Creating something mm-hmm. and having and trying to convince people to get to your venue. Yeah. Tell me how that goes in your side of life. Um, like I said, uh, as a as a as a youngin, I was quite a woman's mischievous. So I had to like, kind of rap on myself at school, you know. But the event thing only happened when I was in high school, and by that time, you know, I had because I was a DJ and people, you know, it's like, yeah, dude, mm. you've got this buzz going on within the school. And I was like, for my birthday, which is who happens, which happens to be my favorite year, mm-hmm. day of the year. What? Which which year? Which uh, March the thirteenth. March the thirteenth. Yeah, March the thirteenth. So I was like, you know, I should, I should, I should host something, you know, because I have a lot of friends within the industry, you know, like my, within the game, you know, some guys were really pushing and were really making their like a name for themselves within Cape Town, you know, uh, just bringing them together and celebrating, you know, the most two things that I love: people and music, and mm. that's how the whole events thing. And after that, I happened to host about five events, yeah, uh, which have been. Something success, but you know, so yeah, for improvement. Yeah, you know? like we're trying to go like festival, the like castle, yeah, you know I mean, like a daisies for Langa for Langa you know type of thing, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's the game. So, what, which one is the best one that you, you feel like okay, cool, like level of success, you know, you know, you were extremely happy at the end of the event, everybody pulled through, and and it was just the vibe. Uh, it was not one that I think the most successful one. I'd say not one that many people would look at it like that because it was like a, a workshop type of event which I, you know, did in hand in hand with Red um, Red Bull. No, excuse me, Bridges okay. for Music. Bridges, Bridges for, for Music. Yeah, Bridges for Music was having a hip hop uh, workshop in Lanaikuka's Tebe, and that year the, the DJ Drama come through so just also organizing like how who would like dj drama come to you get to come to langa and really talk hip-hop i remember kz kz being uh one of the people in the panels mm-hmm. uh and of course uh, for me i'd say the two most uh respected or represented uh hip-hop artists Langa, Mizurati, and mm-hmm. oh yeah so um that was DJ Drama in which year again? I remember when DJ Drama, DJ was Drama in came to I'm not sure was it 2017, 2017, 2017, 18. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, it was about a, you know, talk, let's talk music, you know, like how you guys are doing it in Guadalajara, South Africa, and you know, and the connection and trying to build bridges between the two, you know. So that was quite successful for me because you know a lot of I reached out to a lot of people who I know mm-hmm. are doing and have this musical drive within Langa. And they all came through, and it was very fruitful. As I guess a lot of people took away some useful knowledge from that workshop. Okay, cool, man. That's dope, man. And um, are you planning any future events at this moment? Uh, well, with the situation at hand right now, yeah. COVID and all, not really. But hopefully, you know, there's more stuff we'd, we'd like to do. You know, there's more 
type of events we want to introduce within Walanga and not only because most of my events I've been doing them in town clubs okay. and clubs. what I realized is that a lot of people from Walanga will like, go out you know yeah and they come through us like it, it would make it you know makes much more sense if I could do something that's mm. you know for Wabamba Walanga because there's a whole lot of stigma within hood events and how they turn out to be yeah but also just to introduce a different world within yeah but that's yeah, yeah. but yeah so police are the way you do events of Alanga yeah so what is a Alanga but specifically because what's your take on it my take on that yeah like, now honestly I feel like um, in terms of like uh, the artist perspective side of things if you go to an event that is in the hood, like most likely you're gonna be hosted by someone you know, and that is your friend. Sure. Which number one, that's already a downfall because a lot of people are just trying to, you know, squeeze in a, a few flavors, sure. flavors inside there and there. Sure. You know, there is a bit of a delay of payment of, as well. A lot of people have experienced that. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, we spoke about that a little bit in class mm. about delayed payments and sure. people trying to do favors for you because I'm your friend. But you know, that's the thing, man. We're trying to break out of those things, you know. Yeah. Just because yeah. those things are there doesn't mean we should like put a blind side. Yeah. And, like I fucking this man. Pull me while I'm in the gas. You know, we need to break that. And at the end of the day, I think for me, the most important thing is to like empower our people. Yeah. So that's my kind of aim with music and what I do. I'm more mm. for the people, and music is the tool to communicate with those people. Yeah. You know, so hosting events, Kalanga, is, is is a way of how to get two people. You know what I mean? And how to like educate in most in most ways because. I feel like it's a really important role that we need to do. We have a responsibility as artists. Yeah. Uh, so that's how, like, my perspective. And I, one of the best like events I've been to. I don't know if you remember these. It's Ikasi Experience. Yes. And that was like one of the hood, like top notch, best hood. Dude. Yeah. Feel like you see reason pulled through to the hood, and it's like this whole you know Ikasi, what I mean? you know. But also like socially empowering the people because the stalls would be like yeah. local shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Misunderstood, seven four fifty five, much adventure, from the hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And about the food stores will be abama, abating someone a day, around five aside, classes for talent. You, you know, know what I mean? A lot of people came up through ways away. Yeah, the easiest were shouting their names out. From yeah, that experience. So I've, and it's quite sad for me that those type of events don't happen anymore. You know, because, and and I and I guess I've taken that responsibility on myself to kind of you know put those you know those events from they were for for the next generation. They were probably like this in Zimbabwe to yes. also take it to the next you know level. Definitely. Yeah, man. I feel like yeah that 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 part of like um like the events in the industry is missing at the moment a lot yeah if you were never in that era you missed out period because that was like one of the best eras ever like no one no one (laughs) even like no one wanted to miss Ikasi experience uh, you plan months but like if you plan months (laughs) I'm a there you budget that shit But shout out to, to, to Lloyd and, yeah, and, and Vincent Manzini yeah. like for, for, for putting a whole lot of people onto yeah. uh, good platforms and you know being seen by other people because they were superstars sure. that were walking around there. I mean, you, know, yeah. you don't know what other things might have ended up being being at the end of the event for some people. And some of guys took it from there, they just they, you know, they took it up a level and really were able to build something mm. from whatever bars. And you know, it was wasn't just a culture, even though it was in Kailicha, yeah, you have people we have come from out from all over the spot, yeah, even go, besides yeah, Rhodes, you know, yeah. and you have people come out to go to Cooks, and yeah. you came to LA, you have people come out to just for 
that show. That show. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man I, I wish you all the best of luck with regards to like um, the the plan of these events that you want to make in the future and mm. putting these platforms. What do you think about the Cape Town movement at the moment with any any musical genre? Do you feel like we're back at working together, or do you still we feel like um, we're still on the same level at the moment? Because I can feel a buzz with these young kids. Sure, they they work together. They don't. It doesn't feel like they're too sure. um, big headed towards each other and, and sharing sharing sure. the love. Yeah. No, I think I think we're definitely getting there. We're not there yet, but mm. we're getting there. And I personally feel like that because Cape Town is quite segregated, very segregated in many ways, you know. I was yeah. fortunate enough to have a gig in Joburg a few weeks, like months ago. Yeah. And it was my first time that side. And one thing I like saw and observed between Cape Town and Joburg is things are integrated in Joburg, you know, like yeah. people are together, so it's, it's easier, I wouldn't say easier, but you know, whereas in, in Cape Town, it's like you got the southern suburbs and you got the northern suburbs. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And like you've got the buzz in the hood where all these guys are big in the hood and blah 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 blah. But yeah. when you go up north and nobody knows about them. You know? Yeah, and definitely. You get north and then you get all these guys who are like we how the youngsters who came up and you check a lot of UCT vibes, kinda you know, click growing up and that's a like one big scene within Cape Town. So to answer your question, I think we still need you know, like to merge and kind of mm. know about each other, which is why I've, I'm running this page um, on Instagram. You guys can go check out code021.musicmag, mm. um, and it's just about like you know collaborating and putting all these artists together. You know what I mean? Because I've been fortunate to know guys from both sides. From you both know? sides, yeah. You know, yeah, bro, and just presenting and reporting and then really broadening the, the scene. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's gonna take a lot of us to kind of you know interact with it you know but i need a lot more of these you yeah, know what i mean definitely. a lot more a lot I'm more of these i'm still out here to 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 actually you know highlight these people sure. you know i i actually focus on more people who not only on my personal capacity but other people as well see that it's dope for me sure. you are dope you know um and, it, and it's not even about like thank you man like it's not even about like other people as well and seeing wackness i'm, I'm not about that sure. I'm not about negativity but it's just that i want to highlight people that need to be known sure. like you've been pushing this thing man you've been doing you've been out in the scene and 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 you've shared a lot of stages with big people man. Sure. i mentioned that though as well um who have you been with man yourself First of all, Thanks, you know what I mean? yeah. Why do people always have to like start with me? Like for real, bro. Cause just to, before I get there, just to hit on this, like you were like one of the first people who like, like who showed us. Cause I'm like I'm a child of it, you know. Yeah. So like to show us, like yo, shit, this this one's doing it, you know. I remember yeah. the Supremo, the Doogie Houses, like yeah. then before Skrskr was a Skrskr. Yeah. I'm walking around and I was telling Terapy this, I was like, yeah man, it makes me happy to see these kids wear do-rags today. Yeah. Because back in the days, I was trying to drink care and play Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Charlie Nick, like say, you know, it's a man for you to play F.O.W.O. Yeah, yeah. Those are the names that I got, man. So the sea is a way happening, do-rags in the hood, it just shows like, Hey, people are being more open-minded yeah. and stuff like that. And you are one of those ones to pave that way. You know? Thank you, man. To, to introduce hip-hop as a thing in the yeah. world, you know what I mean? Thank you very much. So, yeah, bro. Now, talking back to you to answer this next question, uh, I've been fortunate enough to share a stage with some prominent people, like I said, bridges for music has put me on in many ways. Mm. Uh, and it's just been like a mutual partnership. Uh, so when I came back from boarding school, mm. I think 2015, mm. 13, 13, yeah. 
and then about. yeah and then i was this very like young and everyone with so much energy and really like wanted to learn more yeah. about music and these guys had a workshop which was their first workshop before the school was even built and all yeah. and i remember I, I didn't have much knowledge of what the workshop because i just came back from school and I'm like yo the workshop in Mugulo, yeah and someone just came here to tell you that yeah i was like oh, yeah, i don't know what's happening i'm gonna go i was like oh shit about that coffee coming here you know wow. richie horton and right now I'm, I'm by then i'm not even a dj i just like love for music whatever is music i want to do and yeah, bro, kind of there was a Q&A moment that kind of happened between myself and Black Coffee. And yeah. from there, I was fortunate enough to actually be on stage with the man, um, worked at Ultra yeah. um, as a stage Congrats, manager, man. uh, joined Shit Stage with Skrillex uh, at Ultra nah, that's in 2000. Crazy. Yeah, Jimmy Flutu, crazy. a whole lot of legend, a lot of Red Bull stuff, like, you know, like. Things were starting to open up for me, and I think like what was a dream was like you know it just happened within the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but even that though, it, it was it's not to say things happened, but it was just like a moment of this is what it is. This is where you wanna be. You can do it. Go for it. You know? Go like, for it. Go yeah. get it. Go we get go it. Here, yeah, like man, being with in, with skillets in his hotel was like yo. What? Yeah, bro. He came to Langa. He came to my crib. Like, she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, shot a shot a video, shot a music video for him, which was not necessarily the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It was like <laughs> being with Black Coffee as well, jumping off stage with him, going to his dressing room with him, and having those connections. Like, yeah. So what do you do? Like, you know, like, I remember CTEMF chilling with Black Coffee backstage, and I asked him, "Was DJ Tiger?" And he's like. He didn't know that. Like, he didn't know that's how he was definitely yeah. honest. I'm telling him like, yo, this is the next big thing. Yeah, you, know. you know? So I've been very like fortunate to have like those interactions with, with those people, but also just preparing myself for you know what I where I want to go. Where you want to go, yeah man. Because I feel like also that's one of the most important things for everyone. Yeah. Is to know where you are going yeah. in life. Yeah. Yeah. You know? man. Because I feel like the whole thing of your future it does kind of scare you. It does. If you kind if of it like, doesn't bro then, it, then it's you not don't big enough. it's not big enough for you. It's yeah. not big enough. It needs to scare you bro. It needs mm. to like oh man. Being a car am I ready for this? this yeah. is like what I want is like yo sometimes like shit whatever don't get it's like you're shooting you're shooting very like shooting high man yeah. so if it doesn't scare you I feel like you know you're you not don't hungry want to, you're not enough. hungry that you know you're yeah. not hungry enough and you, it, that shit only ever comes how you look for these things bro you go out there and you go find them you'll get them you know you meet with the right people you, know? you meet click with you know I remember when we used to like, do your freestyle session I'm like yo I wanna go chill with those dudes I, you know what I mean? Like, okay, you wanna hang yeah, out with these niggas? Because when you live in the hood, bro, it's like different types of things happening and it's happening fast and you can be caught up with any type of shit, you know? Yeah. So it's all about just putting yourself in the right positions and with like-minded and like-hearted people. That's great, man. Uh, I like I like your your route and uh, the, the direction that you're going. Um, let's talk about the DJing part. Yeah. Uh, but to be random, of course, as well, like, what what is one thing that you feel like you're not great at? Oh shit, I don't wanna sound quick and seated now, <laughs> like that, like yo 
By the way, we've got Sikhia on the show. Shout out to Sikhia. I think Sikhia just needs to make a shout out over there, you know, active podcast. Say your thing, my brother. Say your thing. Yo, yo, yo. Shout out to the Outside Radio. Yeah, my name is Sikhia Vukwana. You know, this is my boy, Supreme Soul. Yeah, man. Thanks, God. Thanks for watching. Letting me join the show, man. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. Like I feel like he also needs to squeeze in a oh, few yeah, questions yeah, yeah. there. You know for what real, I mean? For real. But do you, do you think there's anything that you're not great at, bro? Um, I don't know, man. Great? Yeah, probably. But I feel like you know, if you push your mind, I'm one of those optimist type of people. You know, put your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of things that I feel some people do quite better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm that type of thing. I'm a fast learner. Teach, teach it out of me, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. That's the attitude. So I, don't, I, can't, I can't really think of something right now, bro. I'll tell you this. This is going to be a funny one, bro. <laughs> How much you think you do? Because you asked to give me that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like your soccer is like the most dominant like sport mm. in the hood. Yeah. You know, and I feel like if you can't play that shit. Well I'm I'm one to admit that I'm not really good at soccer, but I played soccer. I played, yeah, same, in, same, not like same. in professional um, <laughs> club or maybe play soccer in school for like the school team. But I've played like in the streets, sure. like yeah. like in Bali, or at school. When you grow up, you know, yeah. you get put into those things, you know. But I was just dominant in basketball and cricket. That was sure. my favorite yeah, sports. Yeah, like, because if it, because I feel like you enjoy playing something that you know. Yeah, of course. Well, I was. I understand soccer. The yeah. game itself, I watch it. I mean, but playing is, you know, like yeah. even your group of friends. If you don't watch something, you bound to kind of know shit about soccer. That's what the. Things that much they only ever speak about. But yeah. 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 You feel like you don't have anything that uh, you're lacking. Yeah. yeah, bro. And the DJing part of things, bro, how has that been, man? Like, I've seen you play. Yeah. Um, so many events, of course. Um, I feel like the... I don't want to... I don't want to say the most... It's not recent. Sure. Yeah. But it was last year, right? Yeah. Just before COVID. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just uh, before COVID and you were playing at um, Sneaker Cartel? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other events as well, man. How's that journey been? DJing, I feel like it's a dope ass skill. Sikhia, by the way, wants to play. For real? I feel like, man, you should link up Sikhia, bro. For real, sure. Like, you check out the space quite often, bro. We won't, yeah, we, but won't, we won't talk about what happened off air, but like. <laughs> But the thing is, yeah, they do yeah, offer those DJ services. Place. Yeah, it's a great place to be at Bridges for Music. Shout outs to them as well. So I feel like we should introduce Sita to that or eventually once that um, that opportunity arises because there is an opportunity sure. coming soon. Sure. But it will be on weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll spread it to other people as well. Man. Yeah. Like for anyone who's interested in the in the in the skill, they can pull through. Sure. Um, I feel like the school will explain the rest of what, what? it is that is needed from you. Sure. It's required from you. So how's how's your journey been going? Um, the DJ, it's been, yeah, it's been a great journey, man. Uh, even the whole thing of me being a DJ is never something that I thought I'd ever be a DJ. Mm-hmm. But I was, once again, at, a, at another British Music uh, workshop, and they had DJ Ready D 
which is a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, very legend. He's a scratching legend, by the way. Like Red D. Red D is a heavyweight, bro. Like shout outs to him. He's one of the people that like foundation of hip hop in Cape Town. Big time, bro. Mad respect to the legend. Shout outs to to Red D, man. So yeah, man. I will remember crazy story actually because I remember Red D scratching, and I was at this workshop, and when I was going to do, I was like. Probably the youngest in the crowd, and sometimes I'd, I'd have my school uniform in. Yeah. So just scared, I jump on the tires and like, fuck, make sure I'm gonna put that over out in the baby. Yeah. Hey, young dude. Curious. The time for the boy like you. Fuck, five. Yeah, I only get you like five. And also, he sometimes yeah. go to his workshops. And I remember one of the workshops when the workshop ended, this dude came. He was like, Yo, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, I rap. Mm. And he's like, do DJ. And I'm like, uh. Yeah, I can. At you that can. time, mind you, I don't know how to DJ. Oh, <laughs> but I'm meeting this dude here at this workshop, and he's quite prominent, bro. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stick to this guy, you know, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and a few weeks later, after that, after that workshop, ran home next day. Same man, we tried to change time, but like, got instantly away. Yeah. And it's like, learn, and learn, you're just teach, learning, teach, yeah. teach, 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 and it grew from there, bro. Just literally grew from there. Yeah, man, and, and you've played at so many dope spots, man. Big time. Yeah, man, and um, how how do you gauge um, what to play when you are at an event? Are you the type of person who gets to the event maybe two hours early yeah. just to check what the vibe is going on? Because I feel like that's also a good thing to do to go to an event. Thank you know, uh, you know, because people don't drink water, guys, in these places, so we need to know, like, man, it's like. It's like uh, music is, is a feeling more than anything, bro. And I'm sure you can, like, you know, yeah. relate with this as a, like, as, a, as a rapper. When you hear a beat, some beat, when you just, the 30 seconds as it hits in, communicate with you. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know how you feel, you know what you, what you want to say, you know how you want to say. Yeah. So, in that sense, it's like, even as a DJ, when you think you're going to play your set, you get to, you know, again, when I get there, I'm going to play my the first song I play. And you get there, it's like, it's not really the song for the crowd. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, it's like communicating and loving the scene about just feeling, okay, what song is gonna, well, like how state is it gonna put you in, you know? And, mm. I, and I think that's, that's the power, that's mm. my gift as a DJ of or, um, being able to read the scene, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like, for me, like, I'm more of an activist myself, especially in music. Sure. Like, I also grew up in a family of music. You see, sure. like my grandfather had a was in a choir, also performed in Artscape. Shout out. And I also have my cousin as well, Indim Kosi. Shout out. Yeah. You know, so like they had their own ways and passion on getting into music. And then like when I see like these young kids right now, I feel like I just want to know like why they're doing it. Sure. And where it's going for them. So for you, like I just want to know when you fell in love with music, was it because of the streets, what's mm. happening in the streets? Or was it the lifestyle that's happening, like seeing these artists in television yeah. with these fancy cars, throwing money and all these girls? Sure. Like, After, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I feel like with, with me, it was more of what music like was more than... Because before I, I... 
it, it, music as a business stage came uh, at a later stage. You know, yeah. as a DJ, I remember there were times I played for free. I didn't mind playing for free as long yeah. as I was playing. You know, yeah. as long as I was. Yeah. So then, only after did I get to realize, well, okay, music is, is not only just you know playing and being. It's also a business. You know, yeah. it's also you know you need to get your papers right, you need yeah. to get your money right, and all yeah. that stuff. And that's how that's where somehow the the industry itself is a bit diluted, you know, because okay. some people where you put money into it and some people just do it for the money, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? And also some people within the industry they they do music as a hobby and some of yeah. them do it yeah. for yes, as a passion, yeah. you know what I mean. And I guess for right now pop culture is the thing, you know, like mm-hmm. celebrities mm-hmm. are being idolized, they're like, yeah. advertising everything. So yeah. I feel like a lot of kids these days they aspire to be celebrities more than they aspire to be lawyers. You know, more than they aspire to be politicians yeah, or judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Music they want to be so, in the industry. Exactly, you know. Yeah. Some of them really think they can rap. You know, some of them want to be the star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And yet, so much more within the music yeah. industry. And yeah. people who are eating mm. big time, big you know, time. by not being the front man, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Some people like owning stuff. Like, it's, you know, it's just so much, bro. It's mm. so much. You can't even break it down how much more the you can do. So, I don't know, like, in these days, if the, the communication, I mean, the perception of being an artist is, yeah. you know, some people do it for their own, many reasons, bro. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a very inspiring story for me locally, because I really appreciate, like, South African music more than anything. We go to Tom Nati, who was, like, a pop singer in South Africa just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And his story of how he yeah, was in the streets, yeah. blah, 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 he gets arrested. He gets arrested yeah. And then he turns out to be this R. Kelly soft nigga, you know, <laughs> with an uh, voice, you know. He's yeah. platinum, bro. Yeah. He was multi-platinum, you know what I mean? And what do we say that what triggered, you know, him into becoming an artist? So, yeah, I don't know if that can answer, answer the question or you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It, it depends, bro, for like a, a lot of people. When you wanted to become a DJ, like, you wanted to become a DJ, what, to, you know, what made you want to be one? Like, like I said before, like, I grew up in a family music. Sure. Like, music for me is, it's like a big thing for music. Yeah. Like, I can also write poems, sure, but it. I wouldn't be like, I can put it in, in a rap form sure. or in a singing form. Yeah. I don't have the voice. But instead, the mm. business right there with the music, you take that poem, you give it to someone who's, who's got mad yeah. flow, you know, yeah. and you eat yeah. of that, you yeah. sell yeah. the script, right? Yeah. 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 So I would say for me is I can give what people want in beats. True. Yeah. yeah. Sick. You see, give Sick. what people want yeah. in beats, they will feel my kind of beats yeah. of what kind of music. music. And they kind of gravitate to Gravita- Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I would rather go into DJing side rather than better than and you got yeah, this guy yeah. and I have a <laughs> you know I have a beast next to me you know oh, wait, oh, wait. come yeah. on stop it yeah. <laughs> but yeah man it's like yeah. Sure. No, it's all good, man. Like I feel like everyone has their way of expressing themselves. You know, some people can't speak like vocally to express themselves, mm. as as Mr. Silke also mentioned, sure. is that he expresses his, his through, feeling through the feeling and the beat. Puts you know? it out there. Yeah, man, that's that's how the dope. So, um, last section. Sure. Um, artist, I never expected you to be on that stage because uh, I've always, I've always known you as a DJ and a yeah, producer. Yeah. I didn't expect you to be out here spitting bars on tracks and yeah, and dropping singles and shit. So, oh. like, how that comes about? Like, I don't know if you, you know, like I said, uh, how I started with the whole music thing before mm. I became a DJ and producer. Was like, 
this guy who wrote, you know, I heard this guy's song, right? Yeah. So when I went back home, I'm like, oh, shit. And I just told myself, I'm going to do this music thing. Yeah. You, know, you grab a pen, take a paper, and you think mm-hmm. about, what am I going to say, you know? And then, so I wrote these verses, and I used to write these verses until I met Bridges for Music, and which they were more, like, kind of focused on DJs and production, and I kind of shifted to that side, you know, teaching myself how to DJ, meeting producers, and really, you know, becoming a producer myself. And then I kind of put the whole rapping thing aside, mm-hmm. and I met uh, guys like Amoka, spending a lot of spending a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that influence of rapping, you know, just being in the studio, just to these guys rapping, like, mm-hmm. man, I could do this, man. You could do this, man. You know, secret reminds me of reminds me of uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle couldn't do music. Yeah. yeah. When he writes, he would. It would take a day just to write like four bars. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember the show with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The game was like, yo, Nipsey, come on, man. Sure. Let's finish this. Is it like, yo, game? I'm with mm-hmm. people like you, man. Sure. You know? Yeah. To take take you know, time, time with it. So it really reminds me of that. Yeah, man. Like, like with you. So it was like from that stage, just being in the studio with these guys. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. And I remember Milka, when I put out that song, the first song I did with. A homie of mine, Leon, was like, Yo, Stringy, I knew you can do this. I knew you were mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think you were mad. Yes. Like, oh, I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then from then, man, it's just been, you know, that and it's been the steady one. Mm-hmm. It's like a check after check after check. I don't know if maybe I'd even come to like putting on my own album or yeah. EP or shit. But mm-hmm. trust, I've got enough shit in the, in the bag yeah, yeah, to, to put out that to shit. Put out there. And it's just fun, bro. I think it was just fun. There's no pressure. You know, yeah. When I put out a song, it's like, like yeah, I feel like it. You know, it's like, let me just do it. Let me just jump on a verse. Let me just yeah. explore and have fun. That's, yeah. that's dope. What's 41 plus 41? 41, 41, 82. Thanks, man. Can you spark of RCA for me? Whoa! <laughs> what are you trying to do to me, bro? What are you trying to do to me right no, now? Man. Like, an active, Yo, that's an an active podcast, you gotta stay active. Yo, so, this spark of No, don't look. Because <laughs> the thing is, everyone that I've asked to spell a word here, there's Come only on. just one person in my an entire podcast that has spelled the, the words that I've asked them to spell correctly, but no one has spelled the words correctly. So if you spell this one correctly, man, maybe... Can I just say this? Maybe we might have missed this somewhere. There was a time... I don't know if this... I think it's very important. Okay, move along. There was a time what? And when I was in high school, I was like, fuck high school, man. Fuck school. Yeah. But that's not that's not the excuse. I was like, nah, fuck school. I'm just going to do my music. So meeting a lot of these guys, a lot of things were happening. I'm like, yo, I can. I can live with this, you know? But yeah, and then when I was ready to like... Drop out of school and it was like grade eleven. Yeah, also catching one shit and my marks weren't reflecting. They weren't reflecting, yeah. And I was like, nah, man, I was gonna do this, but then yeah, yeah, I went went back to school for my matric certificate. That's congrats, man. You know, I feel like taking a step. Yeah. You know, education is key. It's key, bro. Yeah, it is key, key bro. It's sold in many different yeah. ways, but it like, does, yeah. Bro. It's, it's yeah. Just key. before, just before we let you go, homie, like any inspiring words you want to share with the people um, out there? You know, any words that you want to put out? Anything that you've been burning to 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 say to the people out there that people just need to know about, and um, just anything simple that you'd like to share, man. Uh, man, uh, shit, I could say a lot, but I guess. I don't know, man. Hey, I'm trying to think about it. There's a lot, man. You know, but I'm trying to put it all in one. Yeah. My okay. bad, my bad. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm trying to put it all in one, man. Uh, 
I guess the best thing I can tell people is, is to live. Mm. I guess you know it's, it's, it sounds quite big, man. You know, but if you really just break it down, there it's like live. You know, it also depends to the people that I'm talking to about my people. You know, um, yeah, bro. It's like people just need to break up their chains, bro, and fulfill life, bro. You know, mm. it's deep like that. You just fulfill and be and be you, and you know, like live out your best life. Just live, bro, and dream. Not only just dream, but you know, do it. Do yeah, it. It's possible, bro. We've seen some very inspiring stories where. You know, people come from crazy circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They flip that shit around, and that's just about living and being, bro, and being in today. Alright, cool. And any social media handles where people can catch you, um, each and every social media page, even on um, as well as the digital platforms where your music is at. Sure. People can check out your stuff. Simple, man. At Sipefasi, Facebook. I'm not on Twitter. But at Sipifasi on Instagram, at Sipifasi for my music, Apple, Spotify, uh, Audio Mac. I don't, even, I don't know if people have mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? It's, it's, a, music, it's a music platform, bro. Like, uh, yeah. I still use Audio Mac, by the way. Yeah, no, for sure, it's legit. Audio it's Mac. Legit. Yeah, man, Sipifasi. And don't forget to check out at 021.musicmag. 021.musicmag. Some great content, bro, and some crazy. No local music industry stuff. So, Alright, cool. Yeah, Anything man. you wanna share, Mr. Vox? Nah man, that's all that's all has been a great interview, man. Hi, so, good. It's been a good too. Hi, Tops, man. Thank you so much for coming through to the Active Podcast, uh, Mr. Fassi. I really appreciate the moment. This was late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, it was late, guys. Hi, <laughs> cool man. Catch us at Outside Radio underscore on Instagram. It is the Active Podcast episode number eight, and we out.